You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Jason, we got Thanksgiving revenge, man. Was it as cathartic for you as it was for me? It was. And this is a victory that while people will look at it and say, why are you lamenting such a regular season win? I don't think you understand what was at stake here. <laughs> um, this one is, it feels just as good. Not only because it was thorough domination on Thanksgiving in Seattle, but it also... It's time to to start to figure out, Seattle. You're not like us. We're not like you. We are not the same. (laughs) You are little bro. And now, because I had to live with this for so long when Seattle was dominant against San Francisco, now the pie is yours. Enjoy the humble pie and enjoy that. No matter what you do within two weeks, you're not going to be any better than you were (laughs) that Thursday. And you can't beat the 49ers. It's just a, a great place to be. It is. It is a great place to be. As uh, Michael Scott once said, my, my, how the turntables and uh, it feels good. It just feels, it feels like, like a, a fitting end to a very long rivalry. Right. And now it'll be up to Seattle to figure out how to reignite that rivalry. But it feels like officially that rivalry has kind of, we got bookends there, right? Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving. That was that was it. And uh, we closed it with with an emphatic victory over Geno Smith and the gum throwing Pete Carroll, which was also fun to see. Um, you know, I like to see Pete frustrated a little bit. It's it's nice. It's nice. Uh, and, his, and to be fair, Brian, his level of frustration is like the mildest version of it. Oh, 100 like, percent. Pete never loses his cool. Everything's fine. Like his players, like two of his players could uh, be in like crutches and he'd say, well, we still think they've got a great chance to play on Sunday. Everything's great as far as Pete Carroll goes. And no matter what happens in this game, he's fine somehow. And I think that frustrates me more than anything. Like he never gets upset about anything. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's the thing is we're going to talk about uh, this, this upcoming game because uh, we are recording on Sunday uh, November 26th, it is uh, 5.50 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 8.50 p.m. East, Eastern time, where 
you are, Jason, and where Al is. Uh, but it is officially Eagles week because the Eagles uh, did beat the the Buffalo Bills it was or or the Bills lost to the Eagles, I think might be a better way to put it. But also, you got to give kudos to that team. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But it just, you got to revel in this victory a little bit more, right? We had victory Friday. But that was also Black Friday. You know, Mike McDaniel showed out on that, so good for him. But, like, we got to revel in this a little bit more because, you know, that is that is an exorcising victory. And uh, Brock Purdy is now 2-0 and in Seattle, which is uh, fantastic to say. And and both sides of the ball looked really, really good in this game. And and so uh, what I wanted to do is just kind of take a look at the game. We, we've heard all the stats. We don't need to go through all that. Uh, just what was one takeaway you had from each side of the ball when it came to kind of forecasting into the future for this team as as they go into uh, they continue their bird gauntlet? They're playing bird teams in five straight weeks, so it is hunting season. But um, what was one uh, takeaway from the offensive side of the ball that that you felt pretty good about? That when everybody's healthy, this team is impossible to stop. And there's always going to be one person on the outside looking in. And weird enough, on a primetime game, it was George Kittle this time. But you see yeah. Debo getting back involved um, in the running game. A lot of talk about the number two running back. Debo is the number two running back. And and I think that that's the part that a lot of people forget. Uh, Brandon Ayuk clearly continuing to ascend, you know, on the heels of Brock Purdy's progression, which, you know, I hate to say it, you know, we all think that Brandon Ayuk is making himself a ton of money, but Brock Purdy's making a ton of money for Brandon Ayuk right yes. now, like with this, his connection. And I think that's fair to say, but um, I think the bigger takeaway and the one that's kind of being lost in the shuffle is the offensive line kind of gelling together a little bit more, especially with Aaron Banks coming back in this game, which I didn't think he would. So yeah. Banks is here. It sounds like Feliciano was already in the plans to play at right guard. I would suspect that he's going to stay there uh, regardless yeah. of what happens with Spencer Burford. Trent Williams is getting back to himself. And now you see Brock Purdy being clean. And, and a lot of offensive line play is tied to the quarterback as well, how quickly he's getting the ball out, how quickly he understands when he needs to get the ball out and, you know, th that clock. But the offensive line playing much better, I think, is something that we are overlooking because the flashy plays, the big throws, the nice runs, all of those things. But it, it all starts up there. And I think that's probably the biggest takeaway is the offensive line is gelling at the right time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I uh, I saw when when it was list when the inactives were listed and Aaron Banks wasn't on there. I thought to myself, well, here's the here's our first look at what I think is going to be the playoff push offensive line with Aaron Banks at left guard and John Feliciano at right guard. Um, I just think you know the the veteran presence of Feliciano and and I mean in the in the three games that he's played so far, he has looked better than Spencer Burford. So you know. A lot, a lot is earned on this team, and I think Feliciano has earned an opportunity to uh, take that spot. And then, if for whatever reason his play falls off, then 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 you go back to Burford. Um, I think for me, the the biggest takeaway is really that touchdown throw to Brandon Ayuk. And 
what I think is is the biggest takeaway from that is is Shanahan said afterwards that was a designed checkdown. He was supposed to go to uh, I believe it was Christian McCaffrey who was wide open underneath, and that would have gotten a first down uh, plus some extra yardage, uh, and it would have you know continued the drive. But Brock Purdy processed enough and quickly enough to recognize, hey, I can get this to Ayuk and had the balls to do it. And I think it's those two things that, again, are just showing that this kid is growing before our eyes to have the the stones to make that throw is only there because he has put in the work and is able to 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 go through his progressions is able to read the defense you know he's done his film work he's done it all and and it, it's just another impressive showing from the kid in a hostile environment uh, just like we'll get in Philadelphia on Sunday and uh, it's just again it's nice to just see really good quarterback play and not not kind of bait my breath each time we have to take a drop back because you're not certain what's going to happen um it feels like at this point seven eight nine times out of ten when we drop back something good is going to happen and that's an impressive offense and it's it's a lot of fun to watch yeah and that's not a knock at you know the other guy that was here before no it's just it's just a reality and and there is no matter what even during the three game stretch i kept preaching like no matter what it never really feels like this is ever getting away it never feels like you're there's there's moments where things can be going well and you feel like oh this is shaky even when things weren't going well it never felt like it was getting away from Brock Purdy and and I think that's something that is a comfort 49er fans haven't known for a long time and that's not just you know the guy that was here before right um as handsome yeah. as he was it's really just everybody after Steve mm-hmm. right like a, right like after Steve basically so yeah it's it's not just one person so yeah I mean I don't want to I don't get too into the hyperbolic statements in terms of mm-hmm. like, oh, the best since Steve. But I'll be honest, uh, through these these games that he's actually started and won and finished, I feel a calm at the quarterback position that I haven't felt since Steve. Um, yeah. And that, that's no disrespect to Jeff Garcia, who was fine as well, too. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, no matter what happens, it's like, it's still Steve. Like, you, you feel good with the game in Steve's hands. I guess, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, with Jeff, you kind of just like hope things would go well. You know, he ne- sure. he wasn't necessarily like throwing mind-numbing interceptions or anything like that. But I think there's still like a confidence around Purdy to the point of he's still going to find a way to get it done regardless. Like he's still yeah. going to figure out a way to get it done. And I think that's something 49er fans haven't known in a long time. Well, and I think 49er fans are are feeding off of that level of confidence that his teammates have. You know what I mean? Like that's the other thing for me is – all of his teammates just can't stop talking about how much they love this kid and how impressed they are with him. And you can't help but hear that and go, well, then, you know, regardless of what my priors were or whatever, I've, I've really got to kind of join in on this bandwagon because because yep. this team loves this kid. And obviously the the results are there. Um, you know, speaking of Ayuk, before we go to the uh, defensive side, I thought one of this uh, one of these tidbits was really interesting. Um, again, talking about the season that Ayuk has had. Uh, Jeff Deeney, uh, who uh, writes about the 49ers uh, for PFF, tweeted this out, that 40 of Brandon Ayuk's 45 receptions this season have resulted in either a first down or a touchdown. So that's 88.89%. Basically, 9 out of 10 uh, receptions are either going for a first down or a touchdown. That's one hell of a season that that Ayuk is putting up. And 
And again, it, it, it doesn't happen without Debo, without Kittle, you know, without McCaffrey, right? They all work in tandem.